0: Day 89. At the weekend, I saw Justin Morneau getting inducted into the Minnesota Twins Hall of Fame. This is baseball for the uninitiated. I would not even be aware of this happening if they had not been playing the Toronto Blue Jays. Morneau is a native of British Columbia, so there is a Canadian connection. But the thing that got my attention was the people who were invited to be special guests at the ceremony. The guest list included many people who had contributed to his success and helped him move forward. His high school coaches were there, as was the guy who owned the batting cage he used to go to, who let him hit for free. It's quite something to see people being honoured for contributions they made to an athlete's growth for 25 years previously. Coaches, like teachers, leave an indelible impression in our lives. We remember such people and the impact they have on our formative years, both positively and negatively. Coaches commit to the development of players and teams, so while it was great to see their recognition, the one that stood out for me was the owner of the batting cage. This was someone running a small business who made a choice to help a young person He did not make this decision because he saw a major league star of the future, but because he saw the enthusiastic boy before him. He chose to help in the way that he could, using what he had. It was not strategic, it was compassionate. We never know what might come of the investments we make. I have been encouraged by hearing the stories of two people recently who in different ways are going to be a real blessing to InterVarsity over the next few years. One has joined staff, the other is a ministry partner. In both cases, their stories trace back to events that happened over 25 years ago. I'm sure that those who sought to encourage and bless them all those years ago had no idea where it might lead. We do not spend time and give to people because of their potential. We do not engage in student ministry primarily because we are working with the leaders of tomorrow, but because we care about the youth of today. In the economy of God, many of these young men and women will have a growing influence but we can never predict what the future holds. Our primary motivation is not strategic significance, but love. Some acts of kindness and generosity have implications through the generations. In Second Samuel, David is asking if there is anyone left of the household of Saul to whom he can show kindness because of his love for Jonathan. He discovers that one of Jonathan's sons, named Mephibosheth, is alive and is lame in both feet. He has him brought before him. Don't be afraid, David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father Jonathan. I will restore you all the land that belonged to your grandfather Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Mephibosheth is astonished that the king would pay him any attention at all. David follows through on his promise and demonstrates God's kindness to the young man and his family. He pays forward the kindness that has been shown to him. Luke recounts Jesus teaching the disciples to love others As God loves them. Here's a simple rule of thumb for behaviour Ask yourself what you want people to do for you. Then grab the initiative and do it for them. If you only love the lovable, do you expect a pat on the back? Run of the mill sinners do that. If you only help those who help you, do you expect a medal? Garden variety sinners do that. If you only give for what you hope to get out of it, do you think that's charity? The stingiest of pawnbrokers does that. I tell you, love your enemies. Help and give without expecting a return. You'll never, I promise, regret it. Live out this God-created identity The way our Father lives towards us, generously and graciously, even when we are at our worst. Our Father is kind. You be kind. Don't pick on people, jump on their failures, criticise their faults. Unless, of course, you want the same treatment. Don't condemn those who are down. That hardness can boomerang. Be easy on people. You'll find life a lot easier. Give away your life, you'll find life is given back. But not merely given back, given back with bonus and blessing. Giving, not getting, is the way. Generosity begets generosity. This is radical and countercultural. This encouragement to live generously has a deep and enduring impact. It is lived out in the family, on the sports field, in church and community, at camp, in high school, on campus and in the workplace. Today, I'm thankful for the many people who have shown me kindness, some many years ago and others in this season. I'm grateful that we were able to renew our provincial health coverage with our new visa document. I'm thankful for the example of one king and the teaching of another. I'm grateful for stories with 25 year plus arcs and the reminder of long term impact. I am who I am today because of much love, forgiveness, patience Encouragement, hospitality, generosity and input from many people over the course of my whole life. While I am happy to give credit for what little progress is evident, I do not expect the same people to carry the blame for my many faults and deficiencies. Just remember, when I am infuriating you, that it would have been much worse without your support and investment. So thank you, which takes me back to the boy at the batting cage. I know that if we appreciate that the MVP is the young person standing in front of us, then that will always be a home run.